Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. Well, hello everyone. This is Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. It's good to be back with you again and talking about domains. Our topic tonight uh, is going to start with uh, the subject once again of ICANN. You've heard us talk about uh, ICANN on a number of shows from any different vantage points. Well, it, it's still something that's very uh, important for us to take and uh, uh, keep our eyes on as domain investors, uh, as people with a vested interest in the domain industry, whether you consider yourself a domain or not. Um, if, if you depend upon domains to, to get your job done and to uh, make your business work, then uh, you should be following what's going on in ICANN as it has an impact on each and every one of us. Um, so I want to give you a little bit of an update on the ICANN process in respect to the new GTLDs. GTLDs is the generic TLDs. Uh, just to refresh your memory, there's currently uh, 23 domain name TLDs in the marketplace. Um, these include such recognizable uh, domain TLDs such as .com. .net and .org, just to name a few. Now, you add to that roughly 300 or so of the CCTLDs. The CCTLDs are the two-character uh, country codes like .us, .ca, um, those types of names, .in, .es. Uh, those are country codes. So in total, between the 23 GTLDs and the roughly 300 CCTLDs, you have about 323 TLDs in the marketplace and uh, up up to date. Uh, the what is <laughs> what has been happening at, at ICANN is uh, ICANN had um, opened up applications for uh, new TLDs to come to market. This is a process that has been going on for six years now. And and they finally rolled to to this the, the last stage, which is to to accept applications and go through the application process. So they're having some problems over there. Um, one of the problems is just the scale of things that uh, is is exceeded what they had expected. The global online tech publication called the Register uh, reports that ICANN has received two thousand and ninety one applications. Now again. 
303 TLDs on marketplace now, potential for 2,091 new TLDs as a result of this application process. The current 323 keep ICANN and its uh, related organizations plenty busy. So you can imagine what's happening in that organization right now with all these new applications. And get this, uh, for each of those applications, they collected an upfront fee of $185,000. You do the math, and someone's already done the math for me, and I haven't checked it, but it looks to be right. I've seen it in multiple places. They're sitting on a nest egg of somewhere around $350 million in cash. That's a lot of a lot of money to be sitting on. So anyway, the application, ICANN application um, uh, data entry system is called TAS. And TAS was shut down uh, April 12th because of security concerns. Founded by ICANN, um, um, ICANN discovered it themselves and, and decided to shut down the application process just before it closed. They had concerns around the possibility that some applicants' data – may have been seen by other applicants and uh, so therefore they shut the system down and to date to date as of the airing of this show live it is the 9th of may and to date the taz system has not come back online and the revealing of those 2091 applications has not yet occurred um i can had announced that they believe now the new date will be for, for the uh, TAS system to come back up um, and everything to complete the process will be the 22nd of May and uh, where the, the industry is speculating um, from a number of different uh, angles that uh, the revealing of the, the TLD applicants to date will be uh, done at the uh, upcoming ICANN uh, meeting in Prague. Um, this week, and, and what really stirred the hornet's nest is is not only the delay that keeps keeps going on and on and on, um, but they, um, you know, you're sitting on three hundred fifty thousand or three hundred fifty million dollars uh, of people's money on these applications. So ICANN board met this week and and promised a full refund to any of those applicants that changes their mind. Between now and the time that ICANN reveals which company applied for which TLD string, so they're going to give you give a full refund to anyone that wants to back out now. So you know concerns about that with you know people that are part of the process and have gotten those applications into uh, in into the system and prepared and everything. There's there's a lot of people that 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 decision would affect, but let's not talk about what. My opinion is of it at the moment. Let's see what the media has said about it. Says domain name Wire, uh, ICANN has offered to refund 100% of the applicants' fees of the new GTL if the new GTLD applicants pull their applications, and that was a dumb move. Um, offering an additional $5,000 refund just draws more attention to ICANN's top-level domain name failures. And and what they were saying there was there was an out for them originally uh, to get all of their money refund less an out, less the $5,000 fee that would be non-refundable. So out of $185,000 that it would cost to submit an application, there was already holes in – or there was already a, a – process within the contract that if they backed out 
they would get refunded 180000 of the 185000 So this particular domain name wire saying it was dumb for them to take and even call any additional attention to this, just you know, let it, let it lie, let it roll out. Uh, issues happened, you caught it, you're fixing it, and, and uh, it's better to get it right before it rolls out. Uh, and it was not necessary to call the attention to uh, a refund and, and catch headlines all over the place. Uh, said Howard New on News News blog, that's new with uh, Howard's last name is spelled N-E-U, um, so News News is in the news blog site. There's something drastically wrong with ICANN. Okay, well, it, it was all in capital letters. Howard has a number of concerns about ICANN other than the TAS system, um, and we're actually going to have Howard on an upcoming uh, show of Domain Masters so that we can hear what uh, his concerns are with ICANN and uh, uh, what what his perspective is on this. But he feels uh, part of what he was saying and, and, and is wrong with ICANN is the TAS system and, and the missing the deadlines and, um, and, and not sticking to sticking to the same line they hold everyone else accountable to. Says Paul Strahura, who is a founder and CEO of Donuts Incorporated, which is a company that is helping um, uh, TLD applicants get to market, helping them with their application process. So he said in an article that was released on Circle ID, we don't agree that ICANN's reputation has been especially damaged by the TAS situation. The staff took prudent steps to deal with a technical issue which we all know arises from time to time. However, open-ended or extensive delays do cause real harm to ICANN's reputation. I think Paul said it very well. Issues do happen. When you develop software, when you're bringing out new systems, when you're launching something new, when you have something that's going to be more popular than you had even anticipated and more people play in and participating in it, things are going to happen. There could be delays. The important thing is, is to uh, keep your... Keep the records clean, but <laughs> keep the system clean. Fix whatever's going on. Uh, communicate, but but stick to your stick to your timelines. You you need to you need to put a firm time out and and hold to that whatever that time is. Michael Nealon he wrote on Circle ID that ICANN takes fail to a whole new level. And again, he's talking about uh, the TAS system and the failure of the TAS system, and and uh, his continual theme also is just a slippage of of dates and commitment from ICANN, the same organization that you know is is a regulatory body that sets uh, sets up uh, um, you know those sort of rules and deadlines and so forth for registries and registrars to follow. So anyway, uh, some have accused uh, ICANN of rushing to the new GTLD process or rushing the new GTLD process uh, to the market. Well, Rod uh, Beckstrom, who is ICANN's former president and CEO, has replied in a letter to the Washington Post uh, last year. He says, when when criticized about uh, how fast the new process is rolling out and and that it was happening too quickly and they were going to be overwhelmed, he said that the program – of the Internet Corporation of Assigned Names and Numbers, that's ICANN, for those of you that weren't following the first letter. So when ICANN, that the program of ICANN to open up the Internet to new top-level domains has been anything but rushed. It took more than six years of thoughtful discussion, debate, 
and study involving government and intellectual property experts from around the globe. About 60 technical papers and independent reports plus analysis of 2,400 comments and formed seven versions of the carefully crafted rules that were governing the award of the new TLD. And that's what he said last year. Now, real quickly here before we go to a break, Domain Master has been plugged into the new GTLD process since 2008. Our guests have included Anthony Vancouvering from Mind and Machines, Dr. Liz Williams from Sidari, industry consultants Jonathan Frakes, industry attorney John Berryhill, uh, Kieran McCarthy, uh, David McGuire, ICA counsel Philip Corwin, and Melissa Daphne. Our goals is to keep this new TLD process visible and helpful for you. Our listeners understand that the new TLDs, uh, so our listeners understand the new TLDs, so that you can shape your strategies accordingly. So the second half of their show, when we come back from this uh, commercial break, we're going to talk about the relationship between these new registries once they do get through the application process and they start creating their business. The relationship between those new registries and the domain investors. So we'll be right back after this commercial break with more of our show. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Are you still wasting marketing dollars on non-performing online campaigns? Then it's time you learn about conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Chicago happening on June 25th to 26th. Hi, it's Brasco from WebmasterRadio.fm here to tell you about the first ever Conversion Conference in Chicago. Here's your chance to learn from leading conversion experts like landing page optimization guru Tim Ash and the doyen of internet marketing, Amy Africa. In two days, two days, you'll get the tools and strategies you need to take your conversion rates and revenues to a whole new level. Imagine 20 sessions with 20 conversion authorities packed into two amazing days at the Hyatt Regency McCormick Place. Plus, WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a 10% discount on their pass. Simply register online at ConversionConference.com with promo code WMFM or click on the Conversion Conference banner on the WebmasterRadio.fm website. What are you waiting for? Save your seat to Conversion Conference Chicago 2012 and sign up now at ConversionConference.com. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. 
Well, welcome back to Domain Masters. Again, you're listening to Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. On this uh, episode of Domain Masters, so we've been talking about the the uh, ICANN situation uh, regarding the new GTLDs, which has been delayed. Um, we went through some of the uh, voices from the industry and what they had to say of it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it, the kind of enclosing on that top part of the show, um, ICANN has a big job to do. Um, again, the scale from 23 TLDs, uh, 323 if you include the country codes, to uh, almost 2,100 uh, possible new TLDs, reviewing the application process, which is basically um, an application process is the business plan, if you will, of these organizations, how they're, how they're funded, how they're going to be technically set up, what's their differentiator, what's their marketing plan, um, those kinds of things. So they go through that process and they finally award uh, names to um, those those uh, applicants that have a, a correct application, met all the criteria. Um, it's going to be a lot of work to get these names to, to market. So you think about these these new investors in, in the new domain industry, which is new TODs, they've already sunk in $185,000 cash up front into this process, plus the cost of all the, the attorneys, uh, all the resources that they had to use and, and pay in order to um, prepare those applications and put those plans and processes in, in place to, to uh, have a legitimate shot at getting the new TODs. Once awarded, they now have to have contracts with um, assumingly back-end technical providers for running a registry. Um, most of them will be using e- existing infrastructure as opposed to creating brand new because then you even have a more complicated uh, path to market through the registrars when they've never worked with a new registry back-end interface. So they, they have to engage in these contracts and settle up on the technical uh, providers. Uh, they'll have to have a, a process in place for dealing with um, IP right holders, um, so usually that's in a form of a, a sunrise period, and and so they have to find companies to do their review of trademark claims and and decide on uh, on the uh, awarding process for their names and make sure that is uh, prepared to be implemented. Um, they've got to build their their staff and and staff up their organization, and this is going to be all of this upfront work is going to be long before the first domain is ever registered, which will be probably 12 to 18 months away um, from where we're at right now before they actually go to market. Could it happen quicker? Yeah, it certainly could. But there's a lot of challenges in order to get a new TLD to market. Besides those things I just mentioned, um, you have to have registrars, registrars who take credit cards and have clients and and do the marketing to the end users and uh, uh, can serve them up all kinds of different TLDs. So they have to; these new registries have to get you know get on the the, the radar of these new uh, these these registrars and and get them to carry their their products you know to market. That's going to be a pretty big job you know in itself. So let's move all the way through all of that stuff by the time that that registry has gotten all those uh, ingredients in place staffed up got the technical services contracts in place you know payout commitment to all their their uh, people that they're partnering with um, they're going to easily be down a half a million dollars to a million dollars in in the business and that's kind of on the low side um, 
So it's going to be um, a big, big investment. So here's the part where it comes into the domainers, and this is true with every new TLD that has has come out um, in the last uh, 10 years, um, and it will be certainly true of these new ones, is dom- domain investors are attractive, but at the same time, they're not, and here here's why. Um, the, the goal of of a new TLD is, you know, the goal of the new TLD is to get it visible and 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 in demand by consumers, um, and in the search engines where it takes on uh, a higher relevancy than other uh, other extensions, perhaps. And so they're going to be fighting to take and get as many of their names uh, developed as possible. So when domainers have cash that they can infuse into a new registry for premium names, for acquiring premium names, the new registries are going to be very tempted to take the domain investors' cash. Okay, These companies will have, again, invested considerable fortune into launching their TLD, so they hope to recover as much of that as possible, as fast as possible. So and domain investors are is a solid way to do so. However, for that TLD to be accepted by the marketplace, they were going to have to have websites. They're going to have to be developed using that TLD for something other than a parking page. Okay, Big dollar sales for domains um, using the new TLD may excite other domain investors, but it's not a guarantee to move the needle on domain registrations. Uh, developed websites using the new TLDs will create the needed exposure for the domain. It will give the search engines something material to index. It will have the search engines uh, reviewing their search engine algorithms to uh, factor in possibly the new TLD as far as relevancy for the search criteria. Um, It unleashes a whole lot of things when you actually have websites that are created using the new TLD. If all of the good domains... Um, that are acquired, registered, uh, let's say they're acquired and registered by a domain investor. Someone um, acquires a name and is going to hold it for future investment perhaps or, or a future sale or future development or considering monetizing it. But they don't do anything with it. It just sits there either on a park page or offline. Um, it doesn't get indexed. It doesn't appear on the radar, if people were to guess at a name and throw that extension, the new extension on it, and it comes up with no page or a parking page, it doesn't cast a favorable light on the new extension. It doesn't make them want to say, I need this for my brand. This is the perfect TLD for my brand. It wouldn't say that. So domain investors, by acquiring these names, um, to develop their friend and an ally with new registries in in the biggest sort of way because they pump money into the registries. The domainer will get premium um, domain keyword uh, in the new extension. So it's kind of a win-win, but that's if they're developing it. If the domainer is going to uh, sit on the property um, to try to, to hold out and see who acquires them for, for, to buy the name or they're going to put them up on the market right away before uh, the site's ever been or any of the domains had actually been developed, then 
it 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 that it does not um, create the same sort of inertia in the marketplace or attraction in the marketplace for the search engines, for registrants, for the marketplace in general to see the the purpose of the usefulness of of the new TLD. So there's things that the domainer can can do if they if they really want to uh, play in a bigger marketplace, um, then invest in the new TLDs, but invest with the perspective. Of, of building the sites out, domain investors know how to find premium locations and turn it into something that will earn money. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But is if you really want to play in this marketplace, you want to be synergistic with it. And if you're going to be synergistic with it, then acquire the names that you want and do something with them other than just park them or hold on to them to sell them to someone else for a slightly higher price to flip them to someone else because that really um, in the long run doesn't help the the registries to achieve traction. Um, So I think there's plenty of opportunities when these new TLDs uh, do come to market. There will be plenty of opportunities uh, for the investors to participate in, in acquiring names uh, through their land rush process or a founders uh, process, I suspect that many of the uh, new registries will uh, offer those. Um, some may be a good investment, some may be not. But if you're investing in them and you really want to see your investment uh, appreciate in value, then it's important for that whole TLD to be successful. And the only way that whole TLD is going to be successful, and in all this competition, is is for people to uh, to see results in, in the search engines, uh, to see sites developed, and to have confidence and, and trust in, um, in those sites. So uh, domain investors have uh, uh, play a role in that process as they have with every TLD that's been launched in the last uh, 10 to 15 years. Um, so once again, we can either make this uh, a successful launch for these businesses or not. So I believe that is it. Let me just do a real quick look on um, and see if we've had any questions that have come in since the beginning of the show. Um, I don't believe we did. So again, next week we're going to have Howard New is going to be on the show. Um, He's got a number of topics that he wants to uh, talk about. And actually, let me rephrase that. There's a number of topics that I want Howard to talk about on next week's show. So I really look forward to uh, uh, having him on Domain Masters. And I appreciate you listening in um, once again uh, for to the Domain Masters show where you learn to be the master of your domain. My name is Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Come back next week where you learn to be the master of your domain. Good night, folks. Thank you.